As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. There are days that you can see God at every turn. You can, you can watch the Lord at work and stand in awe. It's amazing, isn't it? And then there are those seasons where you don't know what God is doing. You can't see it. You can't figure it out. You can't reason your way through it. You can't explain it. Where is God and what is he doing? I want you to know that at those seasons, the Lord is still at work. In our last study together, we began walking through a Stephen sermon in Acts chapter number 7, looking at what God did. Do you remember the God of glory appeared and promised and gave and delivered? And that's where we left off. But now we pick up in the same sermon, in the same story, and suddenly there seems to be a quietness from heaven. There seems to be uh, so much evil going on on earth so much conflict among men, and where is God? Oh, friend, look, look carefully, because the Lord is at work in, in the details. The Lord is at work behind the scenes. Permit me to read a little today, beginning in Acts chapter 7, verse 11. Now there came a dearth over all the land of Egypt and Canaan, and great affliction, and our fathers found no sustenance. Well, that's encouraging, isn't it? <laughs> so a famine has come, affliction, no food. But when Jacob heard that there was corn in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first, and at the second time Joseph was made known to his brethren, and Joseph's kindred was made known unto Pharaoh. Then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him and all his kindred, threescore and fifteen souls. So Jacob went down into Egypt and died, he and our fathers, and were carried over into Sychem and laid in the sepulcher that Abraham bought for a sum of money of the sons of Emor, the father of Sychem. And when you stop there, you think, okay, things are starting, starting to get better. And then you read verse 17. But when the time of the promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till another king arose which knew not Joseph. The same dealt subtly with our kindred and evil entreated our fathers, so that they cast out their young children to the end they might not live. Think of this. Where, where is the God of glory now? The God of glory who appeared now seems to have disappeared. The God of glory who promised now we're waiting on the promise. The God of glory who gave so much. Now we're wondering, has he withdrawn the blessing? The God of glory who delivered, will he deliver yet again? I'm simply pointing out to you that there are times when all you can see is man and you can't see God. All you can see are the circumstances and you can't see God. All you can see are your struggles and your weakness and your need, and you can't see God. But please don't miss this. That is never the end of the story. In fact, if you're looking at Acts chapter 7, you'll see we're nowhere near the end of the story. God is not finished. Verse 20 picks up the story. In which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. And when he was cast out, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. 
And when he was full 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Now, starting to look better, right? A little light in the darkness, a little hope. Oh, perhaps here is the deliverer. Verse 23, when he was full 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. For he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. And the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove and would have set them at one again, saying, Sirs, your brethren, why do you wrong one to another? But he that did his neighbor wrong thrust him away, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? Wilt thou kill me as thou didst the Egyptian yesterday? Then fled Moses at this saying, and was a stranger in the land of Midian, where he begat two sons. And when forty years were expired. May I just pause our reading here in Acts chapter 7, verse 30 for a moment. That's a long time. They, they've been in Egypt 400 years. Now, when the deliverer starts to step on the scene, uh, suddenly there's a pause, and he's detoured into the wilderness for 40 years. I'm telling you, I'm thinking to myself, uh, the God of glory was doing some amazing things in this family, but now it seems to be at a dead standstill. Oh, please hear this with your heart today, because someone who's listening to me right now is looking back at the past, thinking about better days and the good old days, wondering where God is. I want you to remember this is just another season in your story. It's just another period of time where God is working in ways that you cannot see and cannot understand. You would never have chosen them for yourself, but friends, the God of glory is still at work. Listen to verse 30. When 40 years were expired, there appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord and a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight, and as he drew near to behold it, the voice of the Lord came unto him, saying, I am the God of thy fathers, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses trembled and durst not behold. Then said the Lord to him, Put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. Do you see how we've come full circle back to the same principle? Same God working in, in different people in a different generation, in different ways, but all for the same purpose. What's the first thing he does? He appears. Do you remember? Do Abraham, the God of glory, appeared? Now, what's happening here? The Lord's messenger appears in the wilderness, in a flame of fire, in a bush. Uh, then what else does he do? The same thing he did for Abraham. Remember, he spoke to Abraham. He made a promise uh, to Abraham. What does he do with Moses? He speaks to him. He reminds him who he is. Uh, the God of Abraham that's Moses' God. The God of Isaac, that's Moses' God. The God of Jacob, that's Moses' God. Aren't you glad that's your God too? And that even when difficult seasons come, even when people do their worst and Satan seems to oppose every good thing in your life and you feel weak as water, aren't you glad that God is still present and still speaking? He continues in verse number 34. He said, I have seen I have seen, I love the repetition there. You think God doesn't see, he sees. I have seen the affliction of my people which is in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning and have come down to deliver them, and now come, I will send thee into Egypt. 
I've marked two words in my Bible in Acts 7, verse 34, the word seen and the word sent. And God said, I saw it, and now I'm sending you to change it. Oh, I love this. The God of glory who appeared and promised and gave and delivered now comes and sees and sins. Look what the Lord did. Just look what the Lord did. That's Stephen's message. Look at Scripture and look to God and realize God has never forgotten his own. He has never failed to keep his word. He has never forsaken one of his people or one of his promises. And friend, I want to encourage your faith today through the word of God. You know, the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. My prayer today is that as we have read a significant portion of Acts 7, just the reading of God's word, the hearing of it in your heart will increase your faith to know that the God who was is and the God who did can, God is at work in your life today. And the adventure continues. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Thank you.